Today on episode number 752, somebody asked me a couple years ago, they said, how, how do you make money with a podcast? I go, easy, become an editor. Well, today we've got Mark and Steve from the Podcast Editor Academy. I've also got an update on a free class that I offer, and I've got a couple questions for you that I really need your input on. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast mentor, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, welcome aboard. This is why I help you plan, launch, grow, and hey, if you want to monetize your podcast, my website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and as I record this, you have about 20-some days where that particular coupon gives you an additional 10% off. You're up to 30% off either a monthly or yearly subscription. And today I've got two questions and an interview, and we're going to kind of talk about monetization. And I should probably mention that you can get a lot of information about monetization in my book, Profit From Your Podcast, which you can find at ProfitFromYourPodcast.com. And one of the things you may not realize is you end up with skills as you get older and you learn things that you can then turn around and charge people to help them avoid the common pitfalls. That's what I do with the school of podcasting. And I'll give you an example. When I went back to college at the ripe old age of 42, I needed to make money because books are not cheap and I know how to play the guitar. So I did guitar lessons. I know how to build websites. So I built websites for people. You don't have to be a person that knows every single answer to every single question. You just need to know more than your students or your clients. And so today we're talking with Mark Deal, who is Mr. Podcast Atlanta, who helps different law firms and with podcasting and branded stuff. He's a, a he's a guru. And then you got Steve Stewart, who is making a living as a podcast editor. He started his own podcast and eventually kind of put that on the side because, hey, you can make money editing. And that's what we're going to be talking about. However, I know before we get there, I got to remind you because the deadline is right around the corner. December 14th, that is next Monday. I need your answer to the question of the month, or in this case, the question of the year. I do this every year. My last episode is where you explain what your favorite podcast is, a little bit about it, where I can find it, and then just go crazy on why it's your favorite. Now, while you're there, also let me know if you have a podcast, where I can find it, and a little bit about it. And then we put them all together. And what this does is that last episode then enables you and me and everybody else to find out about podcasts that we're like, wow, that's pretty cool. Because again, word of mouth is a great way to grow your audience. So we're going to learn that, but we're also going to learn insights into why people listen so we can do more of that. So go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. Don't put it off. I know you were thinking, oh, that's right. I was going to do that last week and I forgot. The 14th Monday is coming up. Get going on that schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. Here is my conversation with Mark and Steve from the Podcast Editor Academy. If you want to check it out, I do have an affiliate link, schoolofpodcasting.com slash P-E-A. Steve, I'm going to start off with you. 
What inspired you to start a Facebook group for this? The Podcast Editors Club is the Facebook group I started back in January 2017. It'll be coming up on four years here really soon. Just because I wanted to hang out with people who only talked about the post-production side of podcasting. Because every other group you walk into, you've got the people, hey, I'm new. I'm going to record my first podcast. What should I use to record over the internet? And I got so tired of those conversations. I wanted to have the deeper dives into editing topics that I just created it. And it grew right now. We're over uh, 6,200 members in almost four years. It's fantastic. So then uh, Mark Deal comes along. Of course, he's been a friend of mine and he's been involved with the club. Is uh, He was the first member of the club. Actually, I invited him to get things started. And he's been helping me moderate it and everything. And he came up with this great idea to have a conference, a one-day conference. So we had what Chris Kermitzos from PodFest calls a microcon and had a one-day conference in one of the very last in-person conferences ever, <laughs> March 6, 2020. And then from there, we've taken some of the, the materials, like the, the video recordings, and have launched what's the Podcast Editors Academy that now is a big resource for anybody who wants to make a go at either improving their skills as an editor or even more who wants to take this as a side hustle into a career. Nice. And Mark, we'll let you field this one. How did you guys determine what tutorials were going to be in there? Dave, we started with what we had, right? So as Steve mentioned, we had a very successful conference, what Chris Grimace has called a microcon, although the room was packed like sausages. And of course, we overspent on AV because we're editors and producers are at heart. So we wanted the biggest screens and the biggest sounds and all the microphones and we just packed that room. So it was all the replays from that conference. Steve Stewart has been interviewing experts on how they use their digital audio workstation, several different ones. So that's what we started with. And that's how we chose what to put on there. And now, as far as what we're putting on there now, we think of what will help people not just become great editors, but also produce great shows for other people. And it turns out, although there's 6,200 people in the Podcast Editors Club on Facebook, and a lot of them are masters in editing, they're not necessarily masters of running a business. So we cover mm-hmm. that, how to run a podcast editing service business in this industry. In the past, I've had Chris on here. And of course, Chris Curran, who has the Podcast Engineering School. For those that go, hmm, now there's two, what's the difference between your academy and his school? I can feel that because I've taken Chris's class. And Chris's class is a very in-depth, involved, seven-week course that you get together you know, every week for seven weeks in a row. And he covers everything from the, the beginning is what is sound and how does sound work to at the end is uh, he does have a session about how he runs his business. We don't necessarily do a deep in step one with here's what sound is type thing, although we might have some things like that inside the academy someday. We're covering all kinds of things that have to do with how you can edit with Audition or GarageBand or Hindenburg or whatever. We've got the conference videos, which are about branding, marketing, how to raise your rates over time. We've got uh, sales scripts. So when you're talking <laughs> to a client, here's something you can use to communicate better with them. We've got some live streams that we recorded from people like Gordon Firemark. Many of your listeners know who he is. We talked about partnerships, LLCs, S-Corps, all that stuff. How does that pertain to a podcast editor? And all these things that we're doing aren't just generalized to a podcaster because we're talking to podcast editors. So this has to do specifically with, this is very niche. You are a podcast editor and we're presenting this material to you as if you don't hit record, you don't talk into the mic, All you do is receive files from your clients and you're the one who's supposed to make it sound awesome. What do you think 
the biggest pain is that you're solving with the academy? Dave, one of the things that we hear from a lot inside the Facebook group, uh, Facebook Podcast Editors Club, which is where we started the conference and the academy from, people were asking, where do I find my first client? Now, people are asking, where do I find my next client? How do I increase my rates and things like that? But the number one question is, where do I find my first client? So that is where we built the academy first and foremost. So we had all these video walkthroughs and conference replays. But as Steve said, we have sales scripts. And in fact, we just received a great testimonial from a new editor. She used our sales scripts and it landed her first, what was it, three clients? Yeah, See, three clients and three. it definitely helped with two of them. Oh, okay, that's right. Two yeah, out of three, she landed two and the third one was uh, maybe. So our aim was for the first one. And those scripts not only show you how to get your first client, apparently your first two or three, but also how to increase your rates and get testimonials and things like that. So the number one question we hear a lot is how do I get my first client? And that is where we built the academy to get people to start quickly and then to grow from there. And Dave, you asked earlier what uh, big difference between us and some of the other uh, podcast engineering or editing resources, whether they're somebody else's course or a standalone academy or school or even YouTube series, because they're all available out there. We're an ongoing resource, a growing academy. So our success is built around everyone's success. And we want people to, to remain members as long as possible. They can enroll right away. They can also you know, cancel and drop out at any point of time. So we want to help people achieve uh, constant wins and cont- consistently grow because once they stop, they're going to leave us. So we built it around that, it, around everyone's continued success. And we want to be a major part of that. How do you guys uh, help each other with pricing? Is there any help with that? Steve's rolling his eyes. I can go ahead and give a direct answer to this. We've done this three times now. And Steve did this three years ago, did a survey like, hey, how much people are, are making in editing? Last year, he really put some rigor behind the survey. And that's when I tapped on Steve's shoulder and said, hey, can I see the data? I want to do some regression analysis and reports and things like that. And, and we learned a lot. And I was able to predict what editors were making one out of five times, uh, 20% accuracy, which wasn't bad predicting human behavior. And we did that again this year, asked for a few more factors. And it turns out we were able to build a prediction that was about 50% accurate, which is modeling human behavior pretty good. To answer your question, Dave, yes, not only do we know how much editors are making, but we also know what influencers are rates. And there's things in there that, that surprised us, such as oftentimes you hear about the gender gap and, and women making less. Well, it turns out in the podcast editing space, women were actually making more than, than men. And we had some ideas and theories behind that and how we could all uh, leverage that information, that knowledge to grow from that. And there were other factors as well. And there were some things that surprised us. So for example, it wasn't so much people editing professionally. We asked how long have you been editing professionally, but we also asked how long have you just been editing at all? What maybe it was your own show and you edited your own show for a few years. It turns out that people that edited between three and five years, they had about three to five years experience, were charging less than those people that had less experience and those that charged more. And we, we were beating our heads about this. And we finally came to the realization that people start to realize how much they don't know around that point and then start to charge less because they feel less confident. And Steve and I were looking at the data and challenging people like, look, just because you feel like you now know everything you don't know, Editing isn't just copy and pasting and cutting out the um 
that I just did right there. There's plugins and leveling. And again, it's a rabbit hole and people fall down that rabbit hole and they start charging less in that time, three to five years experience. We told people, hey, snap out of it. Don't do that. Steve, what other kind of, you mentioned how you have the information from the little mini conference. Can you expand on that? Like, I I know you mentioned that it's things to help run your business. Can we get maybe some specific areas of what to expect? Oh, sure. We mentioned the the course or the video with Gordon Firemark about LLCs and contracts. We have one with Andrea Sager about contracts. Just did one with a guy about income taxes for people in the United States. That's something you're not going to get in any other podcast group. I mean, we also have monthly office hours. So when we uh, get a chance, it's now going to be the third Tuesday of the month. Mark and I get online and we're just opened office discussions with whoever can show up at the time. And then, of course, we've got the support tab in the academy that'll send people to us by email and we'll be able to, you know, directly contact them from there. Yeah, that way it's not just like, hey, welcome to the academy. Have fun. All right, I'll wipe my hands and go back to doing whatever you're doing. That way, if they do get stuck on anything, they're there. What's, can you think of anything that you've learned from office hours? I asked this because I just did this myself. I know we've had discussions where I thought I knew something, and then somebody came up with an example of how to use it better, like Descript. And it actually made me think, okay, wait a minute. Here I think Descript is going to cause me it's going to make me spend less time editing. And then I actually did a measurement. I did an A-B comparison with a 20-minute piece of audio. I did it raw, and then I did it with the script. And it actually took me a little bit longer to do it with the script, which is weird because you think the D-ummer in, in the script would help you get done faster. And there's some different variables that I have that other people may not have. But it's just things like that. The discussions you have with other people who are in the same situation as you that you can start to dive deeper in and you're not going to get that from YouTube video. We even had an expert, uh, Brian Ensminger, It came on after Steve did that Descript A and B testing and basically said, hey, Descript isn't helping my efficiency. And we've seen in our editing survey from 2020 over 2019, the editors are getting more proficient. Steve didn't see that in Descript. Then Brian came in and said, hey, here's how you use Descript with something like Hindenburg and Hindenburg Pro And there's a couple of configurations, a couple of ninja tricks, tools, and tactics that Brian specifically uses that basically multiplies both tools together to be a really powerhouse thing. And I think that was great because, again, Steve did a deep dive into script in his current process. But then we had somebody else, Brian, who found a way to really improve the efficiency. So, of course, we did a video with him on how he uses Descript so other people could learn. Yeah, and that's not to say that the script isn't going to save you time. It's because I was using it for a specific use case. In that specific use case, it wasn't saving me the time I thought I was getting. However, when I start using it for other things, like I did have a client just recently send me a 40-minute recording, said, hey, this interview is boring. Can you cut out all the boring stuff? I was like, I'm not content editor. So, oh, wait, let me throw this into the script. And I was able to just read the script and jump through. Here's the host question and here's the guest answer. Okay, that's a boring answer. And I was able to decide what to cut out really quickly and boom, that saved me probably about a half an hour. Mm -hmm. So somebody's been editing their own podcast and they're like, I've never thought of this as a side hustle. What's their first step to start to explore that idea? That's exactly how I started. I was editing my own show and somebody asked if I'd do it for them. And I said, sure, I got to charge them money. There was nothing like this. So now we've got both the Podcast Editor Club, which is the Facebook group and the Academy then, which can take it even deeper. So I would say if somebody's just starting... If they edit for themselves or somebody else, 
they should join the Podcast Editors Club on Facebook. If they're ready to take this a little more seriously, whether it's just to improve their own skills or if they're looking to make this a side hustle or, or into a career, then they're going to need to go to podcasteditoracademy.com. That's where we're going to have, uh, in December, we're going to have a nice little fun time with some specials and maybe Mark can <laughs> talk about this a little bit later. But that's where you can find out a little bit more about what we have inside the Academy and see if that's really something that's going to benefit you. Santa, what's coming? Buddy. <laughs> well, I don't want to give away too many other treats. <laughs> We're doing a really fun thing, uh, counting down the 12 days of Christmas. The It's tons of fun. We're, couple of promotions, but essentially we're raffling away uh, t-shirts. I think we've got a ticket to PodFest in there. We've got uh, Carrie's course on RX7 from the Yaya Podcasting. Again, we all work well with each other. Dave, earlier in the show, you were asking what's the difference between us and, and everybody else. And everyone has their own different way of doing it, which is why we work so well with others and even have discounts to some other people's courses and stuff if you want to go even deeper than what we have inside the Academy. And just lots of fun. I, again, I don't want to give away because uh, there were some fun things that we did in those videos. But uh, I think starting December 14th all the way to Christmas, there's an advent calendar. It'll There's a little Santa on the homepage or it'll pop up. There's also a separate URL. We don't need to give that out here, but folks will be able to easily find it. And every day there's a special surprise that we're giving away. I guess like, you know, T-shirts, PodFest ticket, courses, replays, all sorts of fun, free stuff. And again, because podcast editor club on Facebook. It's a free Facebook group and we've got 6,200, almost 6,300 professional podcast editors. And as Steve said, that's a great place for people to start. They like editing. They want to know a little bit more about the industry. Join the Facebook group. Although we would love your money, you don't need to spend a dollar with us to see if it's something you like. See if you like the industry. See if you like your uh, future colleagues and, and coworkers in a space in, inside the Facebook group, as well as we have those fun things. And again, if you want to join the Academy, we're glad to have you. You mentioned that like you have people, one person will come in and say, oh, this is how I do it. And another person will say, oh, well, that's interesting because I've always done it this way. What do you think is the key to having, because in today's society, if you differ with someone, well, you're canceled. So what's the key to building a, a community where you actually have people that will have these things uh, back in the day, they used to call them dialogues. I don't know if you've heard of those. How are you guys creating an environment to nurture that kind of discussion? Honestly, we start with the end in mind and I really can't take credit for that because that's one of the seven effective habits for people, right? So we don't focus on the digital audio workstation. Are you using Adobe or Audacity or Hindenburg? We don't focus on the tools. We focus on the result. And then people have different ways to get to those results based off their tools that they may have. Maybe they need to upgrade tools or maybe there's other workarounds. And I'm surprised and honestly, we're blessed every day when we have members helping other members achieve a particular result they want with the tools that they have. They may say, well, here's how I do it in Adobe Audition. Really, we're... I do this and this, and maybe there's ways to do it. And people look in their their menus and their tools like, oh, I, I can do that. So there's multiple paths to success and people are trying to really help others create their podcast. They make their podcast better to enable the podcaster to produce a, a better show. And we're all on board with that. We just have different ways of going about it. So I don't feel that anyone's really canceled anyone else uh, inside the group. And 
just like in any Facebook group, if people start negatively attacking others and Steve and I need to step in, it, it rarely happens. Uh, and luckily, we have a community that ports that sort of stuff. So we can jump in, in the rare case that does happen. Yeah. So basically, if somebody joins, their first question shouldn't be, what's the best microphone and where should I host my media phone? <laughs> oh, that's clearly stated in the rules that we don't talk about any podcasting topics. We talk about the post-production side. That's all clearly stated. And then I put the smack down when people do start out that way. Mark's laughing because he knows <laughs> I'm laughing because Steve hates when anybody says, what's the best microphone? He's like, no, get that out of here. There's plenty of other Facebook groups for how do I record an interview? What are the best questions to ask a guest? What microphone should I use? No, we focus on post-production. And I think that laser focus really helps us. <laughs> All the other Facebook groups have the question, how do I monetize my podcast? We have the group, how do I monetize my podcast editing services? So somebody joins the the Facebook group. They're like, this is pretty cool. They're like, all right, I think I am going to put my shingle out there. They want to join the Academy. Of course, the big question is how much is this going to set me back? And for those people that are maybe worried, is there any kind of 30 day guarantee or whatever like that? How do people get started and how much is it? The beautiful thing is we started this thing when we didn't have a whole lot of content. We've been building it and growing the price along the way, but we have a cap. We're going to sell it at $499 $499 a year. That's a membership that comes along with all those discounts to courses and things. We have a discount in there for Chris Kern's podcast engineering school that will more than pay for an annual membership. Mm. We, all the scripts, all the videos, you have all, access to everything almost immediately when you join at $499 for the annual. Or now we have, we just started this month, a $49 a month membership. So people can jump in and if they're done in three months, then they can leave. But we're, our plan, Mark, and I, we have a plan to continue growing the resources and the tools and the benefits inside the membership to keep them long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to answer your question, Dave, if people join and it turns out that uh, they're not getting what they thought they would, they looked at the homepage and a sign up page, they signed up and they're like, no, this isn't for me. Yeah. We have a, a 30 day money back guarantee. You just uh, write to us and cancel within 30 days and you get your money back. There you go. Worry free. <laughs> We need that in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was launched this year, but how? It'll be seven months old this Christmas. And where are you guys going in the future? Where do you think, where do you see, like right now, I know there are things I want to do in the school of podcasting. What are you like? Mm, boy, in a few, if I could just get a little extra time, I'd be adding this to the Academy. Well, I'll be working on a course on how to use the different cloud services with your clients. I have clients that don't even know how to use their own Google Drive. And it's, okay, let me show you how to use this. So maybe an editor would benefit from having this information. I'm also going to be creating a course on how to get higher paying clients. So it won't just be the session from our podcast editors conference from March of 2020. It'll be actual little step-by-step course, how to get clients and things like that. And that'll tie into the other resources that we have inside of the Academy as well. So we're just going to continue building it. And I keep finding things to create resources on such as, and I haven't been able to pull this one together yet, but we're going to have sessions on how to use Asana or Trello or whatever the product management systems are for managing your clients. Because people have asked for those, right? Yep. Yeah. And Dave, every week we have a a different expert come on and talk about a a different area. In fact, I know you and Steve uh, had a a great discussion and now that replay is available on how editors can use Libsyn to manage multiple shows without everybody giving them their own independent login. 
and, and things like that. Everyone is always asking Steve Stewart because Steve, I think, has more clients than he can deal with. Hey, I need an editor for this job. One of the things that we're doing is streamlining the the posting of a job and making it searchable and accessible for those in the academy first. And then if those jobs don't get filled by academy members, then after, say, 30 days, then it goes into the club, much like what we're doing right now. But make it a little bit more efficient so people have a form where they can fill it out and then academy members can easily see it and apply for it. We're having uh, introducing private forms. Say if there's a, a West Coast Hindenburg group and they want to form like a mini West Coast Hindenburg group. They can have that inside the academy and just swap stories and meetups and things like that in there. And we hope that in 2021, the world opens back up and we started the academy with a conference. And I think they, we welcome the opportunity to have some more person to person live events and participation, not just at one, but at many of the conferences. So more of that to come. And I see on your website, again, podcasteditoracademy.com, you also have a newsletter. We talked about joining the Facebook. What can I expect if I sign up for your newsletter? The newsletter is where I share information that pertains to podcast editors. So if it has to do with a DAW, a project, if it has anything to do with the scene, then I'm going to share that. Like a tip I'll be sharing this week, and it'll be old news by the time this comes out, is if you're scheduling your client's blog posts, make sure that you change the year if you're scheduling for January. Because a lot of people in December... They switch to January and they'll say January 3rd, but they forget to change the 2020 to 2021 because by default it's sitting there at 2020. And then the post goes live and you're like, wait a minute, why is the post live? And I've done that so many times myself. That's just a tip. And I'll throw that out there in the newsletter. Uh, And then they'll, of course, hear about the information and the uh, the promotions that we'll be doing for the the Podcast Editor Academy. How many people are currently making some change, making some money that really thought, well, I, I don't have enough skill to be an editor. Is that a lot? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a, a group called the Podcast Editors Mastermind. They have a podcast as well. And one of the uh, episodes they just recently released at the end, they were talking about, they had a, a random question about who their podcast editor heroes were. And they, they mentioned people like Brittany Felix and Chris Curran. And then they were saying, this is what I love. One of them said, and I really appreciate Steve Stewart because and I can't quote what he said, but it was something to the effect of, I didn't know I could make this into a career until the Podcast Editors Club and Steve Stewart. And that's my Christmas gift right there. I don't need anything else. It, it, wrap it up, put it on the tree. I'm so happy because that's what I want for people. If they want to make a career of it, they can, but maybe they don't have the tools for it. And that's what I'm doing here is helping people find jobs, encourage them to step on their own, beat their own imposter syndrome because we all have it. I love it. It's fantastic. Awesome. Again, check it out, podcasteditoracademy.com. Mark, Steve, gentlemen, thank you for uh, taking the time out. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks again to Mark and Steve. If you want to check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash P E. A, because you're going to find as you have your podcast, somebody's going to say, hey, I'd like to do one of those, but I don't know anything about editing. And you can just say, oh, I could do that for you. That's how I got some of my clients. I actually do a little editing, and I'm going to talk more about that in a second. And if you know people that might want to start a podcast and you have too much stuff on your plate, you can go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash affiliates, and I'll be more than happy to help them start a podcast. And of course, then you can be the editor if that's something you want to do. And 
speaking of editing, I've actually thought of, like I said, in the past, I've, I've helped people with editing. I have a few clients, but I'm thinking of launching like a, as a service, actual podcast editing. And what I've done is I've created a form because I always say before you do something, you should probably ask your target audience and go, um, is this something you want? And so if you go to audio editing service, that is singular service, audio editing service.com. I've got a form over there. It's super quick. And it basically just says, Hey, if you used an editor, how much would you pay for an editor? And if you're not using an editor, what would you want in an editor? It's super quick. And there's a chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card. So again, audio editing service.com. Cause I'm thinking of expanding this, but I want to see if it makes any sense. So thanks so much in advance for going to again, audio editing service.com. Hey man, I checked out your podcast, bro. It's dope. You making a living doing that? Yeah, yeah. I got, I got a ton of listeners. You know, advertising dollars are really rolling in. I feel like I'm making a difference. Hey, on my latest YouTube video, if you're using only a show player on your website, you might think it's set it and forget it. And I'm here to say you might be set it and regret it. Check it out. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash DaveTube. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash DaveTube. I've got an update on a free class back on episode number 728. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 728, I interviewed Brendan from PodPage. And I have a free class. If you want to learn PodPage, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash learn pod page. And since I've interviewed him, he just this like last week added three new features. One is you can add hosts to your website. So for instance, if you go to podcastreviewshow.com and click on the about, you'll see hosts. One is myself and the other is Eric K. Johnson from Podcast Talent Coach. That's kind of cool. Then he added a guest feature. This is just another way where you can actually have a page where People could click and see all the guests on your website. And if they're on multiple episodes, you can set that up as well. And he set up a store. So if you're trying to sell t-shirts, let's say you have things on T public, but you also have something on Amazon and you have something on whatever you can actually set up your own store. And then the one he just added yesterday before I recorded this is what's called an episode signature. And this could be really handy. And I know if you're using something like Divi, You could add something to your library and then easily add it to every episode. This does just that. So you could have subscribe buttons that automatically appear at the bottom of every episode. If you're a person that is selling something like some sort of service or course, you could say, hey, during December, use the coupon code listener and your, you know, you save 30% off. And then once December is over, you go and change your signature back to 20%. And it updates across your entire website. So if you haven't checked out PodPage, I'm a pretty big fan of it. And I've already switched two websites over to it. This is not something, it's not a media host. It's for people that maybe are not super keen on WordPress, but they some they want something a little more powerful than maybe what their uh, media host is giving them. And again, I've got a free course on it. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash learn pod page. And if you have any questions on anything, feel free to go out to 
schoolofpodcasting.com. That's where you can find everything about me. You can sign up for the school. You can contact me there. You can listen to past episodes as well as subscribe. It's all there, schoolofpodcasting.com. In the future, I'm going to be telling you lessons that you can learn about podcasting from my 14 years of owning a Shih Tzu. And that is a dog. I didn't just say something naughty. Just for the record, I realized this the other day. We're going to talk about the, we talked about it today, the power of the niche. And it dawned on me that I had this little thing that went through my life. And I was like, you know what? That applies to podcasting as well as I have somebody who I interviewed that started from nothing. And in a very short time is getting 8,000 downloads per episode. That is also coming very soon. So school of podcasting.com again, subscribe and you will have the episodes come to your device the minute they're ready. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed this show, please tell a friend until next week. Take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. <laughs>